Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. I'm Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number 27. In podcast number 26, I introduce the concept of spiritual warfare as laid out by the Apostle Peter. And I am giving you, over the next couple of podcasts, arrows of the adversary and how we overcome them. The moment you and I are born again, when we are saved, we become a part of the family of God. Since Satan cannot destroy, cannot hurt, cannot harm in any way God who is sovereign and the creator, he does what we would expect him to do if we just thought about it. He goes after the children. Now, as a man, as a father, as a husband, I can tell you, if you want to say things about me, that's one thing. If you want to harm me, that's one thing. If you want to hurt me, that's one thing. But when you start harming the apple of my eye, my wife, you start harming my children, my offspring, then that's when we're going to go to war. Because you see, if you want to get at me, what you do as an enemy is go after my family, those that I love the most. And this has been a tactic of the enemy down through the ages and still is today. This is why we are at war from the moment we become disciples of Jesus. Our enemy is the devil, his demons. Yes, they do exist, and Satan is real. And even though he is not omnipresent, he is not omnipotent, he is not omniscient, because he has studied human behavior along with millions of his demons down through the thousands of years, he pretty well knows where our fault lines are. And so he strikes us. And three of those fault lines are arrogance, anxiety, and apathy. They will absolutely paralyze the child of God. And all of those have remedies that God's given us. We're going to look at those. The first one in 1 Peter chapter 5 is the arrow of arrogance. Pride always comes before a fall. And it came before the fall, the original fall. When Eve said, as Lucifer did in heaven, I will do this, it became Eve's will, Lucifer's will, above the will of God. That's pride and arrogance at the heart. And so what Peter does is he deals with the shield. Whatever the arrow is, God has a solution. God has a shield for that. He says in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 5, that we are to submit ourselves one to another. Yes, all of you are to be submissive one to the other and be clothed in humility because God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So here is the antidote or the shield for arrogance. It is to humble ourselves because verse six says, therefore, and anytime you see a wherefore or therefore in the scripture, stop and ask yourself the question, what is that wherefore or therefore, therefore? It is usually calling us to action. It's usually giving a result or a purpose. And so he says, therefore, humble yourselves. Since this is true, pride is a part of our lives, and we have to resist it all the days of our lives. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, and in time he will exalt you. In other words, God will give you victory. 
Now, it's interesting that in the Greek text in which the New Testament was written, not the classical Greek of Homer, but the common Greek of the man on the street, here's what he said. You need to humble yourself. Now, the word literally means to stand under, to be low. It means to get low. Therefore, humble yourself. Now, the interesting thing is not the definition of the word itself, but the voice in which it's rendered. You see, in English, we have an active voice, and that is the person who is the subject is doing the active. Passive voice is the subject is being acted upon. But in Greek, there was a middle voice, and it is only used in our language in a reflexive way. Therefore, humble yourself is always in the middle voice. The command to humble ourselves is always in the middle voice. The expanded translation would be, humble yourself. In other words, it is the voice of personal responsibility. And all the things I'm going to be talking to you about are in the middle voice. That is, humble yourself. God will humble us if we will not humble ourselves. It is not our responsibility to humble someone else, to make someone else low. We are experts at that, but we're not experts at doing it for our own lives. And so God says, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. In other words, make an intentional, conscious decision to stay low. And that's how we resist. We fight against. We stand against. The word is antipasso. Paso comes from the word me, which means to stand. Stand against the arrows of the adversary. Put up the shield of humility. And the Bible says if you will do this, then God will exalt you and God will exalt me in due time. But the scripture says if we do not, God himself fights against us. God resists the proud, but he gives grace. That which we do not deserve, everything that he's given us in Christ Jesus, he gives us when we humble ourselves. Let's walk on the way together. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.